Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, you're listening to Baseball Guys and Garlic Fries. Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys, if you will. Uh, No Mark Willard right now. He is on vacation, but he'll be back on Thursday's episode. I'm Joe Shasky. If you like what you're listening to, Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys, hit subscribe, like, you know, retweet it. Follow us on all accounts. Find us wherever you find podcasts. Sam Lubman filling in for Mark Willard right now. And you've got some sound from Farhan Zaidi that you wanted to play me. Is that correct, Sam? Correct. Yeah. So just this past week with the trade deadline happening, it left a lot of Giants fans kind of peeved. I was kind of in that same situation, too, where it kind of reminded me of the 2019 deadline where there wasn't a huge drive to sell, but they probably should have sold, but they didn't because they wanted to hold on to Bumgarner and Will Smith. Understandably so. They wanted the compensation picks for him. They want to give, you know, Bruce Bochy a semblance of a competitive mm-hmm. team to finish out his run. And also the Giants were really good in uh, July of 2019. So they kind of gave Farhan a reason to, you know, hey, let's maybe try and believe in these guys. That was not the case here uh, in 2022. Um you know, the team came stumbling, you know, into the trading deadline. And it just seemed like if, if you're going to sell, this is probably a good time to do it. The farm system, again, is not getting the respect that we think it should. Whether, you know, people should be regarding it higher or not, I don't know. It clearly well, isn't. Let's put it this way. The Padres made probably the biggest move in a long, long time in baseball. And they gave up three of their top five prospects and a couple of guys on their major league roster. And they still had three guys in the top 100 left in their farm, right? So that just gives you an idea of the depth of where the Padres are at. Whereas it feels like the Giants got incrementally better in terms of their depth in the farm at the trade deadline. But I would have liked them to get a haul back, especially if they're not going to re-sign Rodon. But we'll get to that in a second. So what did Farhan say? Yeah, so basically he was on the Giants Talk podcast, uh, the NBC Sports uh, Giants Talk podcast, Alex Pavlovich. And obviously he's... Like one thing about Farhan, he is very self-aware. He knows what's going on. And he was asked, you know, point Blake about the the whole frustration that fans are having with stars. And this is what he had to say. I do. And we want to be careful that we don't take that and have it influence a decision in a way that hurts this franchise in the long run. Baseball is a sport where one to 26 on your roster really matters. And when you start saying, we just need a right-handed batter, we need a closer, and that's going to solve everything. You can make mistakes. And you've seen that throughout baseball history. Some of the biggest 
biggest front office mistakes have happened when teams think one player is going to be the difference. Now, you know, when you're talking about somebody of the caliber of Juan Soto, he can really move the needle. And so I don't want to downplay that. But, you know, we're going to continue to be involved there. And these guys are all going to impact your bottom line. That's really what we look at. So I agree with him and what Farhan's saying here. One thing, just a quick aside, he's talking a little much for my liking. I'm going to be honest with you. And when the team's losing like this, look, it's not me. I'm telling you what the general perception is, is uh, you're a little too condescending when the team's losing. When you're winning, everything's quirky and funny. I do think you just got to be a little careful. And I get it. He's the voice of the team right now. He's the guy who's out front. Here's what I would say. He is 100% correct. One player does not save an organization. But you got to start somewhere. So they don't want to trade away Carlos Rodon, for example. Forget Soto. They, whether they are involved or not, you don't want to trade Carlos Rodon away. You better resign him. Like, that's kind of where I'm at here. And I get it. Year five, year four might be ugly. So what? You need to piece together a rotation at some point. And then, because you're going to have about $100 million to play with that you didn't have uh, allocated, which you had allocated this year. So, Resign Rodon, give him the money. If you're going to go after Judge, fine. That's still not enough. You need to make two or three big time moves. Carlos Correa, Xander Bogarts, Trey Turner. The shortstop market is flush with players. You need to have the difficult conversation with Brandon Crawford. And you might need to say, Brandon, I might need you to play third base. I might need you to play second base. I might need you to move over so that we can re-sign or bring in, excuse me, one of these other guys. To me, it's a multi-pronged approach. The farm, but you also have to spend this offseason. I, I agree there. And I'm not going to lie. When I first saw that statement, I got a little frustrated um, because it just seemed Why? like it's more of the same. It's more of what he was saying in 2019, where, again, it was just very generic but smart things to say. You know, we got to build the one baseball move after another. You don't want to make a deal that's a mistake. It just it seems now like back then it made sense. And this isn't me setting up the whole I doubt Farhan thing. I am still believing in his plan because his plan overall to me, it still makes sense. Building okay. the farm system from the ground up, giving us a steady diet of somewhat competitive teams in the in the meantime, before finally striking, going after the big players when the farm starts to bear fruit. I get that. It makes sense. It's taking a little longer than I think we would want, but I think that's the reality of just yeah. A, how far away this farm system was when he got here. And then I no one wants to, you know give you know credit to or or give due to what 2020 did to this organization 2020 it did set them back a little bit people are saying oh well you know every other team had you know that lost year in the minors you know the dodgers and padres did why is it okay for you know the giants to get a pass but not the dodgers or padres well the dodgers and padres were much more set up to handle that shutdown in 2020 than the Giants. You know, the, the Dodgers and Padres were Gal Gadot in her mansion singing Imagine to everybody. The Giants are the essential worker who had to go to their three jobs during the pandemic and, and brave the wild world that was going on out there. The organizations, they were not on the same level. And so when I'm hearing kind of similar stuff now that he was saying back then, it frustrates me a little bit. And so I, I wrote some about this. It's going to be going up on uh, for the station tomorrow. Basically, it's at a time where Farhan, I respect your plan. I respect your commitment to the plan. Lord knows I am terrible at, you know, staying uh, committed to my plan sometimes. But Farhan, New my diet guy, Monday. Yeah, Farhan, my guy, it's time to adjust your plan a little bit. Well, so then how, what does that mean? What does adjust your plan mean? Well, I see like 
again, if you want to build up through the farm system, that's fine. I understand that. That's going to take a while. But I think you got to go into this offseason and you got to – I think you have to win the offseason here. Yeah, Everyone always talks about the mythical winner of the offseason followed by, the, of course, the inevitable, well, that doesn't mean you're going to win in the regular season. I don't care about that. This time, this winter, you need to go in and win the offseason. Well, Come out as, as the full-on yeah. you made the most improvements. If that means you have to drop a boatload of cash to bring Aaron Judge in, that's what you do. Go out, get some guys on defense. Uh, I'll play this in a little bit, but Farhan does recognize that Farhan, sorry, Farhan does recognize that defense has to be a priority uh, coming up into this next offseason here. But yeah, it's baseball is a game about adjustments. The, the Giants coaching staff always says, you know, wait for your pitch, go after your pitch only. But when you're down an 0 2 count, you got to adjust your approach. You got to expand your zone. You got to dig in there a little bit, maybe foul some pitches off a little bit. You know, Dodgers, Padres, they have the Giants down an 0-2 count right now. It's time for Farhan to make some adjustments at the plate and go out there and do something that will show some sort of progression here. I look at what the Padres did a couple years ago when they brought in Eric Hosmer. Say what you will about how much they hated that deal and they finally moved off of him. But that was the kind of guy, you bring in a guy like that, He's a pillar for your organization. And then they went out and brought in Manny Machado. You know, again, not a homegrown guy. Come along before a lot of their homegrown guys came up. So go out there. Get some of these big-name stars who can kind of act as pillars uh, for when the rest of the young guys start to come up. Because right now you're in a situation where the clock's going to start ticking on Farhan's yeah. idea if things do not change soon. Uh, yeah. The way the... The, the the game has changed. In 2019, the Dodgers and Padres were not where they're at right now. And if you don't make moves soon, it doesn't matter how uh, productive the, the the farm system gets. Maybe Luciano and Bishop come up here and are absolute studs, and we're talking about how they're reinventing the game of baseball. And Kyle Harrison is, you know, Madison Bumgarner and Tim Lincecum and Matt Cain all rolled into one. That's still a few years away, and yeah. who knows where the Dodgers and Padres are going to be by then. So you got to accelerate this. I don't quite know how they do it, but it puts them in a tough position going into this off season because you're going into an off season where you're kind of between a rock and a hard place because you got to spend the money and it's no guarantee that guys will even take your money. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And look, they're, they're only going to have about $40 million on the books, depending on what their, you know, arbitration thing shakes out. Maybe 50, maybe 55. I don't know. It depends because we won't know till an arbiter kind of awards money to some of the players. But that's not a lot. They've got basically 100 plus million coming off the books. And there's nobody under contract outside of one or two guys for very little money the following year. So why not spend? Like you absolutely have to spend. You got $300 million from Oracle to put your name on that sign in front of that beautiful ballpark, you got to spend money. What's the number one rule of business? You got to spend it to make it. Again, I look at that shortstop market, Xander Bogarts, obviously Carlos Correa, Trey Turner. That is a flush market. Let's see what ends up happening with Tim Anderson. There are outfielders out there. There's third basemen. Brandon Drury is going to be available. A first baseman who might be available, Josh Bell. Like There are guys out there if you want to get creative. And to me, yes, the farm, you can stand pat. I'm here with that. But if you have an opportunity to go get Shohei Otani, that's the kind of move that is going to wake up this fan base. Sign a couple of free agents and make a splashy trade. To me, it's not a one thing, a one prong thing. It's a multi-layered attack for how you end up winning. It's like uh, trying to beat Napoleon. You can't come from one mm-hmm. side. You got to come from multiple sides. Exactly. And one last thing, I guess, before we move on here, what, I mentioned kind of the anxiety this team's kind of giving me going into this offseason. One thing I really just don't want to hear, and I feel like Mm. we're starting to build that up, and I may get a little bit of conspiracy theory here, so let me go get my tin hat. But what I don't want to see, which is what I feel like we're seeing now, is Farhan saying stuff like one player doesn't make a difference. Uh, Larry Bear went on one of the other uh, stations here in the Bay Area and was talking about how we will go out, we will spend money and make that big deal if it makes sense. What I don't want to see is for the Giants to finish as a bridesmaid to Aaron Judge, and then the responses are, well, you know, that was such an unreasonable deal. We weren't going to sign him for X money and X years. what we've been hearing for years. Yeah, and or, 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 or they're, they're going to be regretting that deal in seven years. I don't want to hear that. I yeah. don't want to hear the usual spiel anymore. The usual spiel is just not enough for me at this point. No, I think I think you're talking for a lot of fans, Sam. I think you really are, and and that's what I'm saying. Like, they, this has got to be the greatest offseason in the history of their organization because they've never been this pressed and this up against the wall. Think of the arsenal that they have to go up against for the next couple of years. Bets. Well, who knows what happens with Trey Turner, Freeman and the Dodgers farm system and all the guys that they've got, Walker Bueller, et cetera. And then look at what the Padres have Soto. They got Machado and they got Fernando Tatis. When you look at what these competitive teams have, it really makes you have to be aggressive. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're going to be in the basement for the remainder of this decade. And that's the last thing Giants fans want to see. After you win three World Series, you were supposed to elevate yourself financially. Now you have an arsenal of money. Go out and use it. It's the one resource they have in abundance.